How about the NFC East? Washington with a big win over Pittsburgh. Buffalo with a nice win in the AFC East over San Francisco. We'll talk about those two games plus our top waiver wire priorities right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And good morning, Tuesday morning. We got one more football game for you to wrap up week 13. We'll also look ahead to week 14. Adam Azer and Ben Schrager here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. And if you want us to answer your question on our Sunday morning show, leave us a five-star review with your question right in there. We'd really appreciate it. All right, Ben, I'm going to get your fantasy takeaways from the two games. Let's start with the big upset. Washington with a six-point win at Pittsburgh. What do you got? Huge upset. The big storyline are both teams running backs. On the Washington side, Gibson leaves with a toe injury. We don't know how serious it is, but he was ruled out pretty quickly. McKissick, 10 catches. Spelling Gibson, I really like McKissick and PPR moving forward. Even a non-PPR option if Gibson misses time. Peyton Barber is no good. And on the flip side, Benny Snell looks horrible. Eight carries for five yards. They could not run the ball. Pittsburgh's a throwing, throwing, throwing team. So I don't want Benny Snell if James Conner is still out next week. I don't want McFarlane, and I don't want Samuels. And how about seven catches for 28 yards for for Juju Smith-Schuster? A weird day for him, and I think it's getting harder to trust Chase Claypool. He now has had uh, six straight games with 69 or fewer yards, so still looking for 70 yards uh, for Chase Claypool, and it's not really happening for him. Buffalo 34. It was earlier in the year, but it hasn't been recently. Buffalo 34 and San Francisco 24. I don't think we've ever seen Josh Allen play this well. Holy cow, was he terrific. What else did you take away from this game? He was amazing, and that was amazing for both Stephon Diggs, who's been great all year, and Cole Beasley, who is typically very good with John Brown out. Beasley dominated in the first half and totaled nine receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Beasley needs to be added if he's available. He's a little above the threshold we'll use for the waiver wire, but Beasley is a must-start RB wide receiver, too, if John Brown is out. All right, they do have Pittsburgh next week. We are very much looking forward to that. And as far as San Francisco goes, it's been a little bit too much RBBC since Raheem Mostert came back last week. He had only two more carries than Jeff Wilson. Wilson had a better game. They both got some goal line work. Tevin Coleman got only two carries. Um, But uh, a little disappointing there if you started Raheem Mostert. He was started in 84% of leagues. Not Not quite CEH bad, but disappointing. All right, top waiver wire priorities. Who are we looking at? Kiki Kuti is number one. Eight catches for 141 yards in week 13. He's got a Chicago secondary this week that just got beat up by the Lions. Stafford threw for over 400 yards. So Kiki Kuti available in 61% of leagues. He's the top ad. Another wide receiver we're looking at, Tim Patrick. He's played really well for the Broncos under the radar this year. 10 plus points in the past seven out of nine games. Take out the Hinton game, make it seven out of eight games. And he's got the Panthers this upcoming week. And if you want a running back, DeAndre Swift is not in good shape. And I don't know that he'll play this week. And if he doesn't play, Adrian Peterson is a sneaky play against the Packers. 15 carries and 50 yards is probably what you're getting. But a very good chance at a touchdown. He's scored a lot lately. Peterson is my number one running back. And it's not a great week for running backs. No. And if Cam Akers is available, you get him. But he's rostering about 80% of leagues, uh, 74%. So he might be available in some leagues. Uh, Ty Johnson will be an option as well. That's pretty much it for running back, I think. Well, J.D. McKissick could be another guy you look at. Um, and Jeff Wilson, perhaps, if you're in deeper leagues and, and need some help. At quarterback, it's pretty interesting. There are some good names, and I think Matthew Stafford could have a great finish. He's thrown for a lot of yards this year. He just needs the touchdowns. If he gets Kenny Galladay back, he's got Green Bay this week, and then uh, Tennessee in week 15. 
So, you know, that could be a good opportunity for Stafford. 66% rostered. Any other quarterbacks you're looking at? Yeah, Jalen Hurts would be a speculative ad. You don't really want to play him this week against New Orleans, but his rushing rushing floor is going to be there if he's the starter. Phillip Rivers is my favorite streamer this week. He's got the Raiders in week 14. They're bottom 10 against quarterbacks, and Rivers has 20-plus points in three straight. T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman are coming on, so Rivers is my favorite streamer. Yeah, and he's got Houston in week 15, too, so you could get two good weeks out of Phillip Rivers. We talked about running back, wide receiver. Any other names you want to throw out there? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, he's available in just just about 50% of leagues. Five-plus targets in every game since returning from injury. He was not good before his injury, but seven for 100 and a touchdown last week. And he's got the Raiders and Houston both coming up, like we mentioned with Rivers. T.Y. Hilton could be coming on strong. Tim Patrick, 54%. Uh, I'm also looking at Sterling Shepard. If you just want a floor, you know, a 10 to 13 PPR fantasy point kind of guy, I think if Daniel Jones comes back, Sterling Shepard, he's been that every single game that he's been healthy other than the Colt McCoy game. So people might drop him after this bad game, but he's he's fine. 61% is, is about right for him. But if, you, if you're looking for that in, in a league where you're de- desperate for some safety at wide receiver, Sterling Shepard might give it to you. Any tight ends you like? This is a tough one. Any tight ends? Oh, yeah. Today, we saw Logan Thomas play really, really well. Yeah. He's had four-plus targets in every single game this year. Touchdown in two straight games. He is sneakily a top-10 tight end in PPR points per game. And guess what? Pittsburgh was the toughest matchup, supposedly, for tight ends. And he just dominated against them. He's got San Francisco next week. Apparently, not a great matchup. I don't really care for Logan Thomas. In the games he wasn't producing, he was still running a lot of routes and getting a lot of targets. So, Logan Thomas should be really the only tight end I'm looking at this week. Okay, and we'll give you some more tight ends on fantasy football today. Logan Thomas is available in more than 50% of CBS leagues, so that's a good one. Uh, Check out the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Follow it and stream it on Spotify. Thanks a lot to Ben Schrager and to all of you for listening. I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.